0: honest information about living a healthy lifestyle on RadioMD.com it's time for Naturally Savvy with natural visionary Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis
1: Hi I'm Lisa Davis along with the wonderful Andrea Donsky and when I was in high school I don't even know. I don't remember what it was. I think I was at a party and I didn't like to drink and someone had made a pot of coffee. So back then I wasn't really concerned with dairy and sugar. So I made some coffee and it basically tasted like ice cream. I drank so much. I remember waking up in the middle of the night. I had. I thought I was going to die. My heart was beating a million miles an hour. I woke up my sister. I almost had a panic attack and I've never touched it since. Now, obviously, I went way overboard with the sugar. I went way overboard with the coffee because it tasted so good. So I could probably drink it like a normal person. But there are some issues with coffee in here to talk about. But that is the fantastic Carol Alt. Hi, Carol. Hi, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So, so, Carol, yeah. were you ever a coffee drinker?
2: You know, I I was, and you know, truthfully, I I love coffee. I mean, I love the taste. I love going to a Starbucks and getting like you know a Frappuccino or something with you know whipped cream in it. You know, but. I'm also, you know, a big health fanatic, and many people ask me all the time about coffee. And I say, you know, I love it. I just refrain from it because there are so many issues. But what I notice is that on television these days, everybody's saying, oh, coffee is so good for you because it has antioxidants in it. And I take huge issues with it because how do you talk about one good thing a product has without talking about 50 bad things that it does. And that's mm-hmm. really so what true. I thought we'd talk about today.
0: No, I think it's a great idea. You know, I know from what I read that coffee is one of the most highly sprayed crops. Now, is that true?
2: It's Well, because it's not grown in the United States, it's not controlled like in the United States. That's the big issue. The only place that grows coffee in the United States is Hawaii. But anywhere mm. else, it's grown in Africa, and in Mexico and in South America and Brazil and Colombia, and we can't control what they spray on their crops. How do you control that? On top of that, if you drink decaf, they, they have to chemicalize the product even more to take the caffeine out of it. So, yeah, it's, it, you know that's one of the issues is the chemicals that are in the coffee, especially if you're not getting organic coffee. And even with organic, as we know, organic doesn't mean organic. It just means that it's got the... The, the proper chemicals in it, you know, that they, that they deem as organic. But, you know, beyond that, the big issue I have in this day and age where people have such issues with their health and inflammatory diseases such as arthritis and cancer and all these other things is that coffee is very acidic. And we're, If you're somebody who is like me, is an A-type personality, you're already a very acidic person. You know, you, your body runs acid. So, why do you want to put acid into an acid system? I think it was Sang Wang, it's Dr. Sang Wang, in his book on reverse aging that says it takes 35 cups of alkaline water to neutralize one cup of coffee or Coke. Wow. So, why, if you've got any type of inflammatory disease, and I mean, come on, look at our healthcare system, it's like just about everybody, would you want mm. to unbalance the system in? Such a way that you can't ever balance it out again. So that was a yeah. Big, that's a good point. Thing. Yeah, I mean this. Listen, yes, okay, coffee's got antioxidants, but so does fruit, which is alkalining, and vegetables if they're raw or you know lightly cooked are alkalining. You know, there's so much there's so much more benefit in getting your antioxidants from somewhere else than to say, oh, drink coffee because it's got antioxidants, and then everybody runs to drink coffee because. A, they like coffee and they they <laughs> wanted to have some good benefit, you know, but I think people should oh, be yeah. just educated about what they're doing. So like, you know, I have a coffee every now and then, but it's like once every few months because I understand that every time I have that coffee, I've got to do something to neutralize out all those acids.
1: Yet. Oh, go ahead, Andrea.
2: No,
0: no, I was just going to say, you know, I, I'm not a coffee drinker myself. I am a huge tea drinker. So, um, and, and you know, it's funny because we just interviewed Cindy Bigelow the other day, Lisa and I, and who were oh, big fans great. of Bigelow Tea. Yeah, it was awesome. So I'm a huge tea drinker. So I'm ne- I've never been a coffee drinker. I've never understood people when they say, I need to have my coffee or three before I can start my day. So, okay, you know, yeah. I mean, I guess... So yeah, like, I mean, I'd love to know about that, Carol, because I mean, I'm guessing it's that caffeine that wakes people up. It's also, I guess, you know, addictive. It's also the fact that it's creature, we're creatures of habit. So talk a little bit about that in terms of like, I need it. I need it right now.
2: I got to tell you something. (laughs) Uh, There's a lot of teas that have a lot of caffeine in it. Black teas, Earl Grey teas, and some green teas have caffeine in it. So if you're drinking those teas, you're getting the same kick that people who have coffee are getting. Now, some people feel that kick a little bit more than others. I've always been able, when I was really drinking, you know, coffee a day, um, you know, way back when, when I was a model, sometimes I was drinking eight cups a day because that's how I dieted, wow. as every model did. Mm. It was, you know, how do you lose weight? You, you know, you speed up the system and you fill your stomach with something that keeps you going, you know. So I, I could go to sleep right after I had a cup of coffee. It never bothered me that way. But in essence, what coffee does is it kicks the adrenals. And that's a really big problem because the adrenals are, you know, they're a gland. And because they're a gland, they regulate certain hormones, you know, two of which are, you know, adrenaline and cortisol. So the, the, the uh, cortisol. So the problem is, is that when you are constantly kicking your adrenals because you're falsely stimulating them. Yeah, it's true. Then not only do they become dependent on the coffee, which is why people need their coffee because their adrenals have been fatigued by the constant kick of coffee and it gets to the point where they now need the coffee to get that kick that gets them going. But also what happens yeah. is because the adrenals are fatigued, then it comes a point where they are going to like their output of these hormones which you need will start to lessen because they've been constantly drained. So that's what you're talking about when people say, I need my coffee or two or three.
1: Yeah, you know, it's interesting, because one of the things that I used to, I used to work with this woman, and she would stop at, at Dunkin Donuts and get a, a donut and a huge coffee every morning. And I'm thinking, geez, that's like the weird, you know, you, you eat the donuts, you feel like crap. So you got to drink the coffee to stay awake. Whereas if you had some good protein or, you know, a healthy breakfast, it might make a difference. You might not need the coffee. So that's one of the, re- the things I see with coffee is that you're usually drinking it alongside something bad for you. So you could stay awake. <laughs> that's just that's messing up your system all over the
2: place. Well, I'm not even going to tell you what I used to take my coffee with because I was really a bad girl <laughs> back in the day. Oh, my God. I got coffee and whipped cream. That was my morning wake-up oh, oh, when I wasn't working, when I was home. That was, like, my thing that I used to, like, I mean, just one a day. But, yeah, you know, the thing is, is those muffins and then, you know, whatever else, these, these donuts and the things that people eat quickly for breakfast are all sugar. So, you've got adrenaline kick and then you've got a sugar kick, both kicking mm-hmm. those adrenals, you know. And it, it's not surprising that when women go into menopause, that, you know, they have issues because, like, you know, you're kicking your adrenal glands for your entire life that you're drinking coffee.
0: Well, we know that the adrenals are the backup hormone system. For, so when our ovaries go on hiatus, it's our adrenals that kick in and actually make our hormones. So we really need to nourish our adrenals. But I do want to say something quickly about what you said about what you put in your coffee. So me, Miss Holistic Nutritionist, <laughs> at, you know, huge supporter of the organic non-GMO movement. When I, probably you're looking at about 20 years ago. So it was a while ago. I used to take, I'm no joke. I used to take five of the yellow chemical packets oh, in my coffee. No. Huge, oh. massive coffee, but not one, not two, but five or six, because five sometimes wasn't sweet enough. That's how addicted I was to chemical sweeteners in my coffee. I mean, that was years ago. I don't I haven't drank coffee in years, because... It's just not my thing anymore, but that's what I used to drink. So anyways, we're out of time for today, but it's funny. I love sharing these stories because it just also shows how much we've grown and uh, and we've changed and have embraced such a natural lifestyle. Carol, we love having you on the show. You are family here. Visit more at carolalt.com. I'm Andrew Donsky along with Lisa Davis. This is Naturally Savvy Radio on Radio MD. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Your Radio MD and at Naturally Savvy. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay well.